right, the story continues. It's Purim 2022. All right, so suppose that, not being a Gentile, suppose you were a Jew today on Purim. What are you supposed to do? Well, here's what she do because of this day being so special. You read the Megillah. Remember, it's the Megillah because it's a, Megillah is just a book, a scroll. <laughs> but everybody knows it's the book of Esther because <laughs> it's the most important one for them. You're, that's number one. You read that. Short book, easy read. To give money to at least two poor people. All right, now here's a cool standard. How much do you give to the poor? All right, to fulfill the mitzvah of giving charity, that's this Jewish tradition to two poor people you can give either food or money equivalent to the amount of food that is eaten at a regular meal even the poorest Jew who is himself dependent on charity is required to give to the other poor people isn't that amazing wow so when they say give to the poor yeah that's that's what I mean two meals to send gift baskets of sweets, snacks, and other foodstuffs. I, I know there's so much Jewishness somewhere deep inside of me because they just, <laughs> oh, the standards follow me with at least two kinds of food to at least one person. All right, so you give them food to somebody. These are called Mishloa Monat. A traditional perm food is three-cornered pastries bursting with chocolate, poppy seeds, fruit, or other sweet filling. I'm, go- I'm cool with that tradition. I'm there. Yeah. They're, they're, and there's a... <laughs> Hamantashin uh, in English, and the Hebrew is, uh, let's see, Aznei Haman, uh, I think, is what those are. Uh, to attend a festive feast is the third thing you have to do. Fourth thing, actually. You read the beginning, give money to poor people, send food, attend a festive feast. And one important note, it specifically says to give gifts, not charity. Charity implies money given to the poor out of pity. Mm. All right? But gifts are exchanged between equals as an expression of gratitude or friendship. And that comes back to the heart of it that we were... Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very cool. And, of course, if you really want to get into the thing, you're going to say happy Purim to people. And as we mentioned early, it hap- or it, in Hebrew, it flips backwards, so it's holiday Purim happy. So it's like me happy, me happy. <laughs> uh, long time. So holiday is hog, uh, Purim or Purim, and then Sumac is happy. So hog, Purim, Sumac. Happy Purim. Uh, the holiday of Purim. Yes. So, sadly, I just want to throw it in again. The celebration for many Jews will literally be days of drunken revelry, costume parties, and parades. The costume parties and parades cool. Drunken revelry, not so. Not so much. All while overflowing with the wrong spirit. Don't do that. Which is a terrible picture of virgins preparing for their bridegroom. That's that's not the spiritual picture we're looking for, right? <laughs> so, <clears throat> they're ignoring the warning of Isaiah 5. What are those who rise early in the morning, that they may run after strong drink, who tarry late in the evening as wine inflames them? They have lyre and harp and tambourine and flute and wine at their feast, but they do not regard the deeds of the Lord or see the work of his hands. Hmm. All right? So whether you're Jew or Gentile, don't forget Isaiah 5. Celebrate. All right? Now, also, on the day before Purim, which was yesterday through today, tonight is when Purim begins, it's customary to fast, commemorating Esther's mm-hmm. fasting and praying to God to say, as he saved his people. How should we celebrate? Perm points to end-time events for which we need to be prepared. Knowing that all those, well, in reality, all will perish, right? Right. And only those covered by the blood of Jesus will be saved. Mm. Like Esther, we should be fasting and praying for the peace of Jerusalem and the salvation of God's chosen people. Yes. Mordecai's tradition of giving gifts of money and food certainly 
uh, represents the gift of salvation and sowing in the Messianic ministry, seeking to reach the Jews, certainly fulfills the vision. While the theme for Purim is celebration and victory, throughout history, Purim often coincided with significant events and good and bad. The February Revolution in Russia began at Purim in 1917, uh, leading the Tsar to abdicate the throne within the week. It's ironic that this war right now with Russia and mm -hmm. uh, attacking Ukraine, very similar to what happened at the same time in 1917 uh, during Perm. In World War II in 1938, German troops invaded Austria at Perm. So what really initiated this war happens on Perm. Wow. At Perm 1942, the Auschwitz-Birkenau camp was established. So the Germans in this were very in tune to Purim because they hated the Jews. Mm -hmm. Adolf Hitler banned and forbade the observance of Purim. Nazi attacks against Jews were often coordinated with Jewish festivals. On Purim 1942, 10 Jews were hanged in Poland to avenge the hanging of Haman's 10 sons. An apparent connection made by Hitler between the Nazi regime and the role of Haman, Hitler stated in the speech in 44 that if the Nazis were defeated, the Jews would celebrate a second Purim. Well, he got that one right. He yes, did. he did. In the early 1950s, Joseph Stalin, who butchered millions of innocent people, had plans to deal with the Jewish problem, and that's in quote, was what he called it, in the USSR. And just like on a Purim, Stalin was suddenly paralyzed on March 1st, 1953, on Purim, mm. died four days later. Wow. Interesting Purim connection. Due to Stalin's death, nationwide pogroms against Jews throughout the Soviet Union were averted as Stalin's infamous doctor's plot was halted. You'd think that uh, Russia would learn a lesson from this, wouldn't you? But they don't, they don't seem to learn that. In 1990, <laughs> Saddam Hussein of Iraq invaded Kuwait, fired Scud missiles in Israel after the U.S.-led forces attacked Iraq and we were victorious and the hostilities ended on Perm. So it's an interesting connection. Historically, there's lots of things that interconnect with uh, uh, Purim. For us today, it's just that appeal. We need your financial support. We're just laying it out as simply, humbly as we can, just saying, you know, we reached a time where your support and your support is uh, is is what we feel like God's asking us to do. And so I'm just laying it out this morning as we teach. And maybe this today we'll just be continuing asking. So as you can meet that need, call in 770-781-9150. Uh, give a gift as God burns your heart or go online at any moment at victory.radio. Amen. Amen.